0: After six a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday Arab Shabbos Nachamu. This is your Jewish moment in the Morning radio program.
1: Shaliy Malach, Malach Yasharveis, Malach Yel Yoyim, Mi Melach Malch Amalach, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shaliy Malach, Malach Yasharveis, Malach Yel Yoyim. Akham khyam lakhī Akarda ishpar Ay 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 shalae malakhay Malakhay shobley V yeah. Hey. alay malax ya shaalay malax ya yay ni malax malxam lax akada ishbar khum caks khum shaalay malax yay
2: children sing, Shabbat Shalom, it means so many.
3: Ah, ها 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 Limo y samosi
0: Good morning. Welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web at jmtheam.org. Erev Shabbos Nachamu with us, Baklaria here at JM and the AM. Ben Schenker before that, Hakol Yoducha, Modim from Pure Soul, Diaspora, and Shabbat Shalom. Regesh with Shalom Aleichem, and before that, of course, Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Friday, and this July the 19th, day 12 in the month of Menachem of the year 5773. It's Erev Shabbos Nachemu, Erev Shabbos Parshas Vieschanon, with candle lighting time at 8.05 on this Erev Shabbos. 8.05, many synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. 8.05, the official candle lighting time. Uh, 84 degrees, 74%. Yeah, I think it was 84 all night, <laughs> the way it felt. 84 degrees, 74% humidity, went south at 9. Mostly sunny today, a high of uh, 98 degrees. Could you imagine? Partly cloudy tonight, low 80. Afternoon thunderstorms for Shabbos. That could break this really tough weather. A high tomorrow, 92. Sunday, they're talking about partly cloudy weather and 85 degrees. Sunday's Erev Tuba Av. A Gabbai tidbit that I learned this morning. There's no Tachanon Sunday afternoon at Mincha. Yeah, Tuba Av is Monday. And in fact, we have a very appropriate Tuba'av conversation coming up on Monday's show, but we'll talk about that a little later on. J.M. in the AM with Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and Haifa all checking in at 84 degrees, a lot at 93. They, by the way, in Israel, they had the opening ceremony to the Maccabeah games last night. I don't have any report yet, but um, gotta, we got to talk about that at some point on the air. Hope we get to it. There's so much to do. Uh, up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Missora at 69 degrees, heading up to 92. They're expecting a high of 82 on Shabbos. I guess the weather's breaking up in the camps area also. And then a high of 77 for visiting day. Hmm. But at least it looks like the rain will stay away. Let's hope so. Uh, Good luck to everybody heading up to the Catskill region for Shabbos Nachamu weekend visiting day. Oh, yes, a lot of folks I know are going to be spending time on the road on Sunday, that's for sure. And uh, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Remember, you can listen to us at 91.1 FM in New York and New Jersey, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Those of you coming back on Monday morning, keep that in mind. And in Rockland County at 91.9 on the fm dial plus there's so many folks plugging in their smartphones just listening to us online or with the app it is such a great feeling we keep hearing from more and more people checking in with us constantly all through the day not just during our morning broadcast hours but all through the day and we greatly appreciate it 25 minutes before seven o'clock it's friday jam in the am no weekly update today malcolm home is at some high-powered meeting in tel aviv and cannot make the weekly update this week it'll return a couple of weeks from now Let's see what this calendar says. Next week, we're going to be at Champions Gate at the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference. So we will not uh, feature a weekly update. But I think August 2nd, we should be back on a regular schedule, right? I believe so. August 2nd, two weeks from today, we should be able to start uh, again reviewing the news items that are dominating the uh, Jewish world and Israel. So uh, check in in uh, two weeks for the weekly update. Friday morning, it's Erev Shabbos Nachamu. How about the classic Rav Shlomo Kalbach on a Friday Nachamu at J.M. in the A.M.?
4: I'd like to sing one more little bit sad song, a little bit happy both. Look over to Shabbos. Give me harmony. Friends, give me harmony. Hold on to the last note. Can you imagine... Can you visualize, can you think about About
5: 2,400
4: years ago Somewhere on a street corner In the holy city, Jerusalem? And maybe, maybe, maybe It was on Matzohe Shabbat Yeshua Nobe, the
1: Holy Prophet Isaiah Came down somewhere, somewhere from the Harabah.
4: You know, sweetest friends, let me tell you, according to our tradition, everybody knows that they have the portion of the prophet we read after a certain portion of the Torah that means that the prophet prophesied this on that Muzore Shabbos of the portion of that we hear. we start getting involved in the depths of it right now so Shabbos was Hanan 2,400 to 500 years ago you show your Novi listen to the Pasha was Hanan and he came down to the streets, and he prophesied, and he said, Nachamu, Nachamu, ami, Yomare, army console my people don't ever stop consoling them and then it says Dabu Alev Yerushalayim. speak into the heart of you shall I call unto her you know sweetest friends sometimes a person is so desperate for consolation Sometimes a person is so desperate for one good word That when you want to give it to them, they run away Can you imagine Mashiach walking right now? Most of us would just run through the window Couldn't believe it I wanted so much, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. So he says, Dabu. When she runs away, don't stop. The killer now, run after her. Keep her crying loud. It's true. It's true. Again, I know it's so true. Sometimes you want to talk to your children. They're crying. And they run away because they're waiting for Mashiach so desperately. Give me how many one more time (laughs)
5: And
6: your soul, so that I will be. The rock of you're on
5: Ay shabash, ay shabash,
3: suray. Min yamze mekhubat, bika ha yame. Ki ba, ay shabash, suray.
0: Min yamze mekhubat, bika Ki ba, ay ki ba, ay J.M. and the A.M. with Usher Sharf and Sons from, uh, the Yom Z- uh, from the Hashomer Shabbos CD. That's called Yom Zem Before that, the Hashomer Shabbos title track here at J.M. and the A.M. Shamayim had Nachamu. Shlomo Kalbach had Nachamu. One of the quintessential Nachamu selections. Perfect for an Erev Shabbos Nachamu. J.M. and the A.M. Friday morning on this July 19th, the 12th of Nachamav. A big hello to our friends up at Camp Hask. We had an amazing time there Wednesday afternoon. It was great presenting yesterday morning show. A lot of great reactions yesterday morning show. I was really happy. A lot of great emails off of yesterday morning show. Oh, and by the way, we had a didn't we get a mazel tov off of yesterday morning show? Yeah, a Has couple. Let's see where I have this here. A Has couple. Um, it was Esther and Shalom Shai Kinech. They had a brand new baby girl. On Tisha B'av, and they are a Hask couple, so we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM&AM. And, and then we have a happy birthday wish going out to Yaakov Katsin. Uh, Yaakov Katsin um, has a, is in Hask this summer with a big thank you to his counselors, especially Donnie and the boys. Yaakov Katsin, happy birthday to you up in Parksville, New York, from all of us here at jm in the AM. And then I got a call that Yaakov Auerbach just celebrated his 24th birthday. Happy birthday, Yaakov Auerbach, from all of us here at JM in the AM. And I'm told that Yitzi and Brochi Schwartz in Flopbush had a brand new baby girl. So we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. So lots going on. Plenty of simcha. Thank God to share with everybody. What a great feeling. Erev Shabbos Nachamu with candle lighting at 8.05. Tuba Av is Monday, 84 degrees, mostly sunny, a high of 98 Holy cow, that's unbelievable. Coming up today, right after JM&AM, the and again a reminder, there's no weekly update today. There will be no weekly update today. Malcolm Holine is in Tel Aviv at some very important high-level meeting. Cannot join us for the weekly update. Uh, But we'll do a great JM&AM the Friday broadcast all the way until 9 o'clock. And then Naomi Nachman on our stream. Her show has taken off like crazy. She does an amazing show entitled Table for Two. And Naomi today, between 9 and 10, will speak with uh, the um, editor-in-chief of Joy of Kosher magazine, Shifra Klein, discussing the latest issue of the magazine, How to Make the Best Burgers. David Wales from Edie's Travelers gives great ideas for exotic vacations with kosher food. And Hannah Krauss on her product, Pure Bites, a healthy, innovative kosher snack that she produced and manufactured herself. Naomi's on the stream between 9 and 10 Eastern Time this morning, right after JM in the AM. We highly recommend the show. Then don't forget, all through the day from 10 a.m. Eastern Time until candle lighting, phenomenal era of Shabbos selections at jmandtheam.org. dot org. It is really an amazing and incredible Friday Jewish music stream. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91 point nine FM, and around the world on the web jmtheam.org. Gal Galatz in the background. We'll do our galitzal 7 a.m. newscast, at least 7 a.m. here in these parts. It's Friday afternoon in Israel. They're getting closer and closer to Shabbos Nachamu. Candle lighting at 8.05, folks, 8.05. Saturday night, Siegel, 10 p.m. on Saturday nights with Avrami. Coming up tomorrow night at org galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at jmtheam.org.
6: ליצה על השעה שתיים כמהודגרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו נכשלו המאמצים הישראליים הייחוד האירופי הודיע החרמת יהודה בשמרון מזרח ירושלים ורמת
1: הגולן של לירוק, תזכות בשיתופי פעולה ובמכרזים עם הייחוד האירופי. המסמך מבהיר את עמדת הייחוד לפי ההסכמים שנעשו עם ישראל, לא מכסים את השטחים שהתווספו לשטחה בשנת 67, והוא נועד להציב מדיניות ברורה לייחוד לקראת שנת הכספים הבאה לשעונה הודעה.
6: אין פריצת דרך. קרי צפוי לעזוב היום את המזרח התיכון ככל הנראה ללא בשורה על חידוש המסע ומתן בין ישראל לפלסטינים. כתבתנו איליל שחר.
3: שר החוץ של ארצות הברית ג'ון קרי נפגש עם נציג הרשות הפלסטינית צאי בריקת בירדן בפעם השנייה היום. בפמליתו של קרי מציינים שלאחר מכן הוא צפוי לשוחח בטלפון עם ראש הממשלה בנימי נתניהו. כרגע הסיכויים לפריצת דרך משמעותית ומידית נראים לא תקבל את יוזמת השלום האמריקנית, כל עוד לא יחלל בגע מטווי 67. מאוחרת, צפוי קרי לחזור לוושינגטון גם אם
6: הערכות ישראלית לקראת האפשרות של מבצע צבאים מצרי נרחב נגד הטרור בסיני. סוללת כיפת ברזל מוצבת באלת. כתבנו טל לברם.
4: הסוללה החדשה נמצאת באלת החל מהלילה, המצב מתוח בסיני, והערכות שהקרבות בין הצבא המצרי לארגוני הטרור הפועלים שם, צפויים עוד לעלות מדרגה, הם שהובילו להחלטה של לא לקחת סיכונים מיותריים. יוחד שאנחנו נמצאים בסיונת הטיירות בעיר הדומית. מערכת הביטחון שומרים על דריכות גבוהה לאורך הגבול למצרים וגם בעזה, מתוך ההבנה שחלק מההטרסה נגד השלטון במצרים עלולה להתבטא גם בפעולות לפה ישראל. (laughs)
6: הנגידה מיווד של הבנק ישראל, פרופסור יakov פרנקל, Kong, שיחרחיש לינקשיה ולסיום, אם תעלה שלב באירופה תפגוש מכבי תל אביב בחדורגל את אלופת שווייץ בזל. כך נקבעה בהגרלת הסיבוב השלישי של מוקדמות ליגת האלופות שיתקיימו לפני הצהריים. כתבנו עומרי זינגר מזכיר כי הצהובים מתל אביב ניצחו השבוע את הלופק הונגריה גיורי בתוצאה 2.0 ויערכו את משחק הגומלין ביום שלישי בבלומפילד. אלה החדשות שערך עומר בן רובי. בעצבת שרון יעקובוביץ' ועומר פרימט.
0: J.M. in the A.M. Thanks to Norman Laster, another great edition of the Neshama program. This one themed, of course, on Shabbos Nachamu, or Erev Shabbos Nachamu, more appropriately, here at J.M. in the A.M. I'm just just texting the... um, I don't know how many of you are familiar... Well, whatever. There's a YouTube video out there that just came out yesterday that um, I have a feeling is going to go viral um, They called it the Chumra song. And it's pretty funny. If you're searching for it, use the H at the end of Chumra. Friday morning on Erev Shabbos Nachamu, candle lighting at 8.05, 25 minutes after 7 o'clock. No weekly update this week. No weekly update this week. But um, it will return a couple of weeks from now. Next Friday, we're actually at the Champions Gate Yeshua University Leadership Conference on Friday morning. Here at JM and the A. I want to thank our friends at Camp Hask. We had an amazing time there earlier this week and I think did a great show yesterday. It was a lot of fun. And I want to thank everybody who uh, treated us with such amazing hospitality. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 98. Could you imagine? Lots of camps with visiting day this coming Sunday. I'm told the high in Camp Missouri Sunday will be 77, so things will break a bit over the weekend. We've got um, Av on Monday. In fact, in honor of Tuba'av, Rosie Einhorn and Sherry Zimmerman are going to join us. Their book is entitled, Dating Smart, Navigating the the Path to Marriage. We'll speak to the two of them coming up on uh, Monday, Tuba'av. And I learned something, a good Gabbai tip that I mentioned earlier that I learned uh, this morning. No Tachnut at Minchan Sunday on Erev Tuba'av. How do you like that? And, of course, not Monday morning as well. What you learn just by looking uh what's happening on the luach. Unbelievable. <laughs> J.M. in the AM at 27 minutes after the hour. We'll talk about Bike for Chai coming up. No weekly update, as we said, or Udin scheduled for 8.15. Wrap up the week at 9 o'clock. Naomi Nachman with a great Arab Shabbos Nachamu show. Table for two coming up between 9 and 10. Shifra Klein of Joy of Koshers among her guests. She has a couple of really great people she'll be speaking to between 9 and 10. Then we'll switch into our uh, Erev Shabbos music stream, which will go from 10 a.m. Eastern time all the way until candle lighting. Join all the folks that are tuned in from around the world for that amazing music set to get ready on your Erev Shabbos. J.M. in the a.m. Here's Yehuda Green. I saw him last week and reminded him that Slichas is September 1st. Very early Sunday morning, September 1st. <laughs> I think he's getting ready already. He does that amazing Slichas for the Kalbach Shul at the Westside Institutional Synagogue. Friday morning, and yeah, don't jump ahead to Slichas, It's only Erev Shabbos Nachamu here on this Friday. Candle lighting at 8.05. Well, he insists on being introduced as a uh, very, very close friend of the Siegel family. Nonetheless, we will introduce him as we normally do, which is as Executive Vice President of High Lifeline, uh, an outfit that uh, not only is uh, helping people in really, really difficult situations around the world on a daily basis, but an outfit that has been able to convince hundreds of riders to take to the pavement on July the 31st and bike for High you cannot imagine how many people are going to be doing this. Rabbi Simcha Scholar, Executive Vice President of High Lifeline via telephone, good morning here to, and welcome to JM in the AM.
7: Good morning, Malcolm, and Good morning to your listening audience. It's always, always a pleasure to be here.
0: I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's funny. It's Erev Shabbos Nachamu. You could tell us. That you know, unfortunately, tens and hundreds of families that could use some nakhama right now. People that are going through some very difficult situations in our community.
7: Look, Yohai Lifeline deals worldwide with approximately 4,300 families a day. Wow. Through so it's 10 regional offices. Talking about the families that have... Children that are have life-threatening illnesses, or families who are the have adult adults that are ill, and they have young children, or families that are suffering from traumatic experiences, due, you know, due to crises. I, I just we just got an email today from our Antwerp office about a child that just fell out of a window. Right. I mean, you know, these type of things are happening here on, on a daily basis. And the Baruch Hashem, the Jewish community has allowed. Chai Lifeline to grow to become uh, one of the, the largest community-based organizations in the world, and uh, from a humble beginning of, uh, you know, eight children in Camp Simcha some 27 years ago, they dealing with, uh, you know, thousands of children and families throughout the world, but as you say, are able to get a little bit of Nechama, a little bit of help, a little bit of support, to be able to make it through uh, life's... Most horrifying experiences That's dealing with the life-threatening illness And um, if we're able to give them that support And that professional support And that chizuk, that emotional support that that they need Then we have accomplished great things Uh, You know, last night uh, Before we get to Baik Vachai But I'm, I'm sure the world already has heard about this uh, last night, uh, one of our camps, Camp Simcha, which is a camp for children with cancer uh, There are four camps throughout the summer Camp Simcha for boys, Camp Simcha for girls Camp Simcha special for kids with other types of life-threatening illnesses And it's up in our, in our facility in Glens Bay, New York, a magnificent facility uh, Came in, you're talking about 110 kids on the active treatment Came into New York Kids that come from 60 different locations throughout the world There's about five different languages you know, that are spoken there they came in together with their staff and their medical staff and their support staff. We're talking about well over 500 people came into New York uh, and um, had an incredible New York experience. Um, our dear friend Ellie Rowe and uh, uh, helped us uh, set this whole thing up. Our, our good friends from the police department, uh, Jack Meyer, and, and others, uh, had, you know, helped us. Create this incredible event that culminated in a performance at, in Times Square at eight o'clock last night. I mean, <laughs> it was, the world remembers the waving flags performance a couple of years ago. Right, uh, that was you know that was an incredible thing. But this can, was. Can you, know, you get incredible.
0: people's attention in Times Square eight o'clock on a Thursday night?
7: <laughs> I, 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 I will tell you, it, it was. There were thousands of people there. I, mean, I couldn't tell who was pressed because everybody had a everybody had a camera. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. These days, that's for sure.
7: <laughs> but I tell you, you know, I I, I told somebody, uh, you know, I, I'm not really making a, a, a radical statement. I, I I wouldn't call Times Square eight o'clock at night uh, during a hot summer night. <laughs> uh... You know, one of the most uh, holiest places in the world. Uh,
5: <laughs> That's
7: for sure. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 if there was a Mecca of Saddam, maybe that was, uh, you know, whatever. But but um, you know, it, 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 here you had 110 kids with, with their staff going up on the bleachers of Times Square and singing a song, which, uh, you know, soon will release the video, uh, singing a song of, I don't know, it's called the Hall of Fame song. Right. I'm telling you for 10 minutes, for 20 minutes, Times Square turned into a the holiest of holies. And that song, the Levium, you, Nachum, when God willing the Beis HaMikdash will be rebuilt, would have s- sang that song also in the Beis Iglesh.
0: Well, it's certainly a catchy tune. Those of you who, I mean, you could search for it and you'll find some of the videos, but as Rabbi Scholar mentioned, High Lifeline will have an official video of the event, which I'm sure will look and sound even better, although what I saw was simply spectacular. It happened last night in Times Square, it got a tremendous amount of attention, and I'll tell you, Rabbi Scholar, uh, I mean, the song obviously deals with uh, individuality and, uh, and and becoming a champion, a Hall of Famer, etc., in life, not necessarily talking about sports. And whoever thought of the choreography that included the names of each child uh, on signs that they lifted up at a really surprising time, whoever included that, that was brilliant because that was in a tremendous effect. And you told me people were very emotional. I would bet that was part of the time. That uh, people got very emotional as they looked on
7: Although, Let me tell you So First of all, the talent, the creativity That is a Kemp Simcha counselor Which is probably one of the most um, coveted positions in our community you know, To become a Kemp Simcha counselor right. it's, not a, it's not an easy thing uh, it's, it's a very, very long waiting list And um, and you're the best of the best of the counselors there um, but I myself saw I myself saw A child from Rhode Island Uh, Who is obviously a very, very weak child I mean, undergoing arduous, difficult chemotherapy I saw this kid myself Get so empowered by this music And by this, uh, you know, show That he was lifting up his sign, as you say and, and 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 jumping in the air you thought this was he, he was playing for the New York
0: <laughs> that he wasn't going through treatments and really tough
8: stuff oh, gosh, every
7: day was, I'm telling you I've never <laughs> I it, it, it trust me I've seen a lot in my career it, it takes an awful lot to bring me to tears you know what I mean and I'm sure this it was did it it's, unique and it's special. A tr- but hopefully the, it, it will spread to the world because what the message that we want to give the world this is the message that a the courage and the resilience and the happiness of these children is needs to become infectious to the world, that we need to have courage to overcome our obstacles. And the courage will come from being happy and being, uh, you know, being in a good place. And we will be able to garner the inner strength, uh, the Nishama strength. And we'll be able to make it whatever, uh, you know, whatever the ball field, you know, brings. Right and and i think this is one of the great um, you know back to bike vakai i think this is one of the great lessons of bike The bike vakai has turned uh, uh you know has turned our community around you're talking about you know 300 men uh that uh, uh, man, let me, let me tell you something. These guys train throughout the year. Uh, this is not an easy thing. I'm still 100-
0: trying to figure out how you convince 300 people to bike
7: 175 miles. <laughs> and trust me, there, there was a person last year, 175 miles. There was. There was a person I see who offered fifty thousand dollars that I should bike. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, to him, listen, I'd probably give you seventy-five thousand dollars and I'll take an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a glad, great no, one. The, the commitment that they have these, these 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 men, and for that matter, you know, the women also, because there's a women's ride right towards toward the The commitment that they have that you know, besides, they've taken a personal achievement because it's a it's a it's a unique personal achievement to be able to train and to do this uh, you know this sport and to channel it into a, a truly something very very holy is something unique Let me... the camp awaits the arrival of these men To
0: come into camp. Yeah, let me talk about that in a second. But first, let me tell the listeners: Rabbi Simcha scholars with us, Executive Vice President High Lifeline. Over two days, starting July the 31st, concluding on August the 1st this summer, uh, 175 miles will be covered by these 300 bikers riders through the mountains of New Jersey and New York. Uh, It's no secret. You can go to the website bikeforhigh.org. You'll see that the fundraising has been tremendous, and folks out there have just uh, given everything, all their spare time, to raising as much money as possible. For this race and to support the work of High Lifeline and Kem Simcha. So now, Rabbi Scholar, I'll give you a chance to answer the question: Why is it called the world's greatest finish
5: line? You
7: know, Kem Simcha is a very, very, very special place. Um, it's a place where you have a, you know, you have a hundred. With Baiklachai, will come in 126 children. It's actually going to be kimsim for special then, with life-threatening or lifelong illnesses. It's seemingly, seemingly on the outside, it looks very sad. But if you go into the inside, no, everyone is so happy. It's a place of pure altruistic chesed, kindness, and love. Counselors, staff members give wholeheartedly. You have the cross section of the Jewish community there people from williamsburg, New York I see them from williamsburg New york to williamsburg virginia <laughs> you have you have ponytails and you have paous you have everything you know everything in the world there. You know, the firmest of the from, most religious to the most non-affiliated. And everyone is together. And, it, and you walk in there, besides the, the material aspect, the physical facility, which is the nicest, it's the nicest facility in the world, both Jewish and non-Jewish. I mean, you're talking about the the, the the buildings that we've built there are literally a children's haven and Clearly, clearly designed, you know, for these type of kids, so they should feel like they're in camp and have all their necessary medical needs taken care of. It's a very sophisticated medical facility up there. It's not; it's a hospital. It's really a camp. So, and you walk in there, and you find all of these kids, you know, many of them in wheelchairs, many of them on machinery, right. many of them, you know, with with tubes, together with their staff, together with their counselors, and they greet these (laughs) bikers after 175 miles of sweat and toil they greet them with the the magic of Camp Simcha that's that's the only way to, to describe it it is without a doubt the most emotional experience of these people that these bikers have experienced in their lives.
0: You've already surpassed the uh, amazing total from last year, and you do realize you have five riders who have already brought in over $50,000, one closing in on $150,000. It's not just dedication in terms of dedicated to the ride. You have a lot of dedicated folks oh, who want to see this be a very successful event.
7: This is an inspiration. Bike for Chai is an inspiration for the entire Chai Lifeline organization. These, these, these gentlemen and women go out and are raising money for us. They've created such spirit, such good friendship. It's just, I mean, thank you is not enough. It's, it's, it has injected a type of energy within our organization that is having effects throughout throughout the world. And, you know, back to the finish line, one of the kids told me, You mean to say that all of these guys (laughs) drove, rode 175 miles, and raised all this money just for me?
0: (laughs) That's great.
7: Just for me? I said, yeah, just for you. Just so you can be in this camp. This guy, this kid rolled his wheelchair. I saw this myself last year. Rolled his wheelchair, went over to a biker, and hugged him. Hugged him. So listen to what the biker did. And this is really, this really personifies the bike for high rider in its greatest term. You know, biking is a, again is a you know they, is, is a is a is a is a regiment that they need to do every week, every day. Right. So it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a sport that um, probably you, Nachem, can do this. You're in great shape. <laughs> I, as a rabbi, uh, have a difficult time. But uh, <laughs> but you know, so they so the busy every day uh, you know training. And they invest a lot of money in their bike and their equipment, and, then they, and, the, and, 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 and the two days of the race—it's it's really a—it's a fantastic race. It's run very, very professionally, like like all of the great uh, you know bike races. Uh, so, so it's, it's a personal achievement. You know, they come in to camp. It's a great thing, and it's a personal achievement. And one of the things the bikers get is a medal. You know, right. like they would do uh, Tour de France. Right. They, they get a medal, right? So this medal represents all of their. Hard work throughout the year and their incredible work over the past two days. Right, mm-hmm. I saw myself th- a biker take off his medal, <laughs> take off his medal, yeah, and put it on the kid. Yep. To me, I, I, every time I tell over this story, I get, I, I get the chills. To me, this was the most incredible thing in the world. Here you have a guy that raised significant amount of money, and he was one of those guys that raised significant amount of money. Okay, he, he and his only, and you know, and, and, and his personal achievement was this medal, right?
0: Unbelievable. he gives it over to the kid.
7: He gives it over to him. that's the coach, That's the power of the bike for high rider. It's more than just a, a hobby. It's more than just an exercise. It's more than just a sport. It's taking all of those elements and channeling it in to a chesed, to a double dusha, and that that holy achievement is 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 awe-inspiring to anyone.
0: Would we know the founder or the chairman of this event? Would we uh, be familiar with them? Uh, I don't know. Someone well known in the community. Uh,
7: I, I mean, I think I think you're having some bikers come on. Uh, you know. Oh, will the founder be with us at some point? Uh, I'm not sure, but um, you know, the there are some you know the you know, the, the chair people and uh, I mean, because you
0: know, this just started as someone's concept a few years ago, right? Like just
7: thought it started with a um, with a young man who wanted to bring who wanted to bring his bike to camp Simcha. On he was supposed to be a staff member in camp Simcha. Oh my gosh. He, he wanted to bring his bike to camp on the <laughs> on the camp bus from Lakewood to, to camp. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So the camp bus did not allow him to bring his bike. There was no room. So he said to him, you're not letting me bring my bike? He said, Abs- he said absolutely not. There's no room. There's only room here for your luggage, right? <laughs> he said, if that- if- if- this is the truth. He said, I'm driving it up to camp. <laughs> So that's so he's the founder. What he was driving up from Blake with the camp simcha—that's what he did. So you'd have to say he's the founder of the event. Well, essentially, I would say he's the founder. There's no question he's the founder. And then you had other people, you know, oh, get involved fun. the following year. And um, uh, yeah, I you, I'm sure you realize how many people there are in the Jewish community that you uh, <laughs> know are so into biking. You know, oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> really, unbelievable. I, I, I really didn't realize it.
0: But by the way, isn't that an important lesson? You've probably seen this in your 30 years there as well. That every because you have a million different projects, every one of them. Starts with someone taking and thinking of some little initiative, right? And then it can blossom into something that's raising millions of dollars eventually.
7: Look, you know something? Any gathering that you have that initially, uh, you know, it w- w- was done for for altruistic, right? What's for reasons is going to have, uh, you know, a future? Right. I, how I find in all of its in all of its. Programs are done for the right reason. You know, there's no doubt that people get paid. No one, no one denies that. You know, that people get paid, and uh, you know. But but the bottom line here is that people, the the, the hundreds and hundreds of people that work for High Life line, the thousands upon thousands of people that volunteer for High Life line are doing it all for the right reason. And the right reason, you know, the Rashiva of David Feinstein told me. Uh, actually, just this past month, that for the right reason, that is the reason why it was successful, and um, that's that's critical. And, that, and that's also very, very. I tell you, that's very, very hard to maintain. Uh, this the, the concept of, of of the Shema and the concept of doing it wholeheartedly is a very difficult concept to maintain. And especially when you're successful, and especially when you're establishment, it's a very, very difficult concept. And this is something that we constantly keep on focusing on. Uh, that that it's worthwhile to have a high lifeline just for one child, right. one child in the Lower East Side, or one child in the Upper East Side, or one child in Montana, one Jewish child. It's worthwhile to have all of this just for one child, because the, the future of the Jewish people is one child. And if we can take a child and a family that is so devastated by their illnesses that we have no reason why, we have no logical reason why it happens. And we have questions why it happens. We have no logical reasons, but we can take them and help them through the process, and give them the the ability that they need to go on. Some of these kids will never get better. Right. They'll never get better, uh, but at least they'll get they'll get emotionally better, that they'll be able to function, that they'll realize that a wheelchair is not a disability. A wheelchair is just a different avenue of how to get from point A to point B. All
0: right, right, Simcha scholars with us. Um, 300 riders start the 31st of July from the Jersey Shore and arrive at the gates of Camp Simcha August one. To an amazing reception. Those of you who have uh, access to the World Wide Web, if you go to bikeforchai.org, dot org, you will see that if you sponsor one of the riders, and chances are you know one of the riders, if you go <laughs> go through the list, there's so many from our communities that are involved. Uh, you'll see that they are very close to attaining an amazing magic number in terms of fundraising for the 2013 Bike for Chai. You could help Chai Lifeline achieve that, and that we will talk to some of those riders at some point between now and the 31st of July. Any information, go to the site. All the links are there. You'll see how you can donate. And again, you I'm sure you'll know somebody who's going to be taking this trek up to Camp Simcha and doing this amazing and incredible accomplishment, this wonderful achievement. And you could help sponsor it just by uh, going there and checking out the riders. Uh, Rabbi Scholar, we, uh, we wish you a good summer, and I uh, I would assume that uh, based on what happened last night at Times Square, we could report to everybody that the uh, youngsters at Camp Simcha are having a very happy summer so far.
7: Thank you, Almighty God. They're having a great summer, The summer obviously is almost at midpoint for us. And uh, in you know next week, Camp Simcha special is beginning, and then uh, Camp Simcha girls. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're Baruch Hashem, thank God, we you know things are going well and. We hope and pray to the Almighty God that next year, Kim Simcha will be a camp for healthy children. Amen. Uh, that's our goal. Amen. And most of all, will be in Yerushalayim. Where everyone will be healthy and well, and we'll dance together. I don't know if there'll be a bike for Chai Yerushalayim. Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. But
0: Rabbi Scholar, but, come on. Let, let, and for the purposes of this conversation, instead of saying we'll dance together, let's say we'll bike together. Come on, we'll
7: bike together. Come come on. On. Is that, we, we, we will bike together, to Yerushalayim. <laughs> but believe that myself will. I will be leading the
0: charge. You'll okay? be. On, you'll be on one of those Israeli mopeds. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs>
8: like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like like the old, like the
7: old days and in Jerusalem, call you and amen and then and, and, and hell for everyone
0: everyone everybody. go to bike if you want to try to uh, search one of the unofficial videos from last night at Times Square, try Hall of Fame, try uh, uh, Chai Lifeline, and of course, the official one you 'll find in the uh, Chai Lifeline uh, website. Uh, within a few days, and uh, Rabbi Scholar, a uh, it's, uh, thanks for joining us. Good luck with Bike for Chai. Thank
7: you, thank you Nachem. And Thank you, all of your all of your family of listeners. It's a privilege that Chai Lifeline has the opportunity to speak with them, uh, and and it's just a very very special relationship that we feel. And have success, everyone.
0: I In greatly appreciate that. Enjoy your Shabbos, Nachamu, Rabbi Simcha Scholar, Bike dot org. Take a look at the website, folks. They're very close to some magic numbers. They're way past last year already. But they're close to some magic numbers, and you could help out. And make this a as successful as it is even more successful event for High Lifeline. Six minutes before eight o'clock, weekly update with Malcolm Holine will return two weeks from today. Malcolm is in, is in some uh, high powered meeting in Tel Aviv, Israel, is not able to join us for the weekly update today, but it will return a couple of weeks from now. Our Erev Shabbos Nachamu selections continue at ninety one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills, ninety one point nine FM in Rockland County. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. dot org we Wrapping up the hour. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos Nachamu. Monday is 2 Ba'av. Rosie Einhorn and Sherry Zimmerman will join us on the topic of dating smart. Navigating the path to marriage. How do you like that? Visiting day for a lot of camps this weekend. Enjoy your Nachamu Visiting Day weekend, everybody. And um, thanks for joining us here on a Friday morning. Candle lighting at 8.05. No weekly update this week. Malcolm is not available. Weekly update should return two weeks from today. Next week we'll be at the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference down in Florida. Uh, broadcasting live from there starting at uh, 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Just around this time we'll have the president of Yeshiva University, Richard Joel, join us. We like to call it the annual State of the uh, University Address. And it happens right here at JM and the A.M. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 98. <whistles> Imagine that. Big numbers. Should be breaking at some point tomorrow, they claim. Who knows? Or Uden coming up at 8.15. Oh, yesterday you heard the show from Hask. Want to say hi to everybody at Camp Hask. It was just a great, great day when we were there on Wednesday uh, pre-recording yesterday's broadcast. And uh, we got a couple of Mazel tubs in the interim that have to do with Camp Hask. A happy birthday going out to Yaakov Katsin. Who's up at Hask? And a big thank you to his counselor, Donnie, and all the boys. A mazel tov to Esther and Shalom Shai Konecht on Natisha Tisha Bav. They had a brand-new baby girl, and they are a Hask couple, I am told. So mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And a happy birthday to Yaakov Auerbach, 24 years old, and a mazel tov to Yitzi and Brookie Schwartz, celebrating the birth of a brand-new baby girl in Flatbush, Brooklyn. We say mazel tov from all of us here. At J M in the A M, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery. Round the world in the web. J M. Oh, Rockland County at ninety one point nine FM. Round the world in the web at J M the AM.org. Happy birthday, Naftali Ferdig. Naftali Ferdig of the legendary JM and the AM Ferdig family turns eight years old today. Wow. Naftali Ferdig, happy birthday to you from all of us here at JM and the AM. Mayor Ferdig told me that uh, he was listening on all three stations this morning. in Rockland, and 90.1 up in the Catskill region. Thank you, Mayor. He also forwarded me an amazing article. The Israeli women's lacrosse team will not play on Shabbat, even though this means they cannot win the FIL 2013 Women's World Cup, which is happening now in Ontario, Canada. Wednesday, they won. They beat New Zealand. The coach and players uh, have decided and are behind the decision... Not to play on Shabbat, the director of the Israeli lacrosse Association Scott Nies, um confirmed that um, as a player oh here it is being an Israeli team means that the national identity and culture are a part of the nature of the team Nice explained and therefore it's the official policy of the organization not to play on Shabbat Sarah Greenberg a midfielder said as a player representing Israel abroad, it's really important to be true to the values. Of who you're representing. Now I know that people who are not involved in sports. Sometimes roll their eyes when I bring up issues like this. But anybody who's familiar. With how much work. And sweat and toil. And dedication and years that it takes. For people to reach the top. Of their sports pursuits. And then they decide. At quote unquote the last minute. That we will not give in to those who don't want us to emphasize our national identity and culture let me tell you it's quite an accomplishment the official policy of the organization not to play on Shabbat Um, yeah I've suddenly become a big fan of the Israeli women's lacrosse team I can tell you that much Uh, this time each and every Friday every Arab Shabbos with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden spiritual leader of congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin.
8: Good morning, Nachum. Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas V'eschanan. Tomorrow as well is Shabbos Nachamu, which please God, I'll try to address and weave into the parsha. We are privileged according to the Chinuch, to have 12 mitzvos in Parshas for Eshanan and I always remark regarding this Parsha. I'm always excited about the idea that what you have in this week's Parsha is the resiliency of the Jew. Last week in Shabbos Chazon, this past Tuesday, the Jewish world mourned and this Shabbos literally we celebrate and it's the Torah itself that brings us to this quote celebration how so you have in this week's Parsha the Aseres Hadibros you have in this week's Parsha the concepts of in the Shema the oneness of God the love of God. You have the fear of God. The closeness which we mourned this past Tuesday. And even a significant part of the mourning of Tisha B'av is not only for ourselves and what we are missing, but we mourn for Hashem. And what he is missing, and I'd like to therefore suggest that you have in this week's parasha of Bo'ez the first paragraph and the opening line of Shema Yisrael, the daily declaration of faith, the pledge of allegiance that the Jew recites every evening and every morning. And what are we told? You are to love God. Now think about it. The Torah can command us to do various actions. However, how can the Torah command us the emotion that you are to love Hashem? So interestingly, take note that every morning, every night, prior to the recitation of the Shema, what do we say? The Baruch of Baruch HaTo Hashem, Ohev Amo Yisrael. Or, Habukher B'Amo Yisrael B'Ahavah. We declare, over and over again, that Hashem loves us. Once Hashem loves us, then, it is not difficult at all to return and the reciprocity of love towards him. And if you think about it, Rashi asks, how is this love manifested? This beautiful song, HaKadosh Baruch Anachnu Ohavim Oscha, God, we love you. How does the Jew show his love for Hashem? Rashi on the Pasuk in the Shema. And these words, these teachings shall be. Rashi says, What is the love? And how does a Jew come to love Hashem? Literally through the Torah. By studying the Torah, by living the Torah, you come to recognize Hashem. What comes to mind is the famous Tanchuma, at the beginning of Parshas Mishpatim based upon the pusuk that we're going to say tonight in the Kabbalah Shabbos in capital Tzadites 99 which begins Hashem Oloch Yirgezu Amim so what do we find in the that chapter, the Oz Melech Mishpat Ave literally, Mighty is the King who loves justice. Atah, you Hashem, Konan to Hashem, literally, establish MeSharim, people who are just. In other words, we should appreciate that as Jews, if we have refined character where does this refinement of character come from and the Tanhuma goes on to say to, and in that case there, he talks about Hamarim he talks about to, you'll forgive me truck drivers, who for whatever the reason, they unfortunately had an argument, and right now they're not exactly best of friends but one of them, to take the Case that the Tanhuma spoke of Rovates Tachas Masao. In his case, there the load came shifted off the animal, and the person cannot continue on his journey. Today, you would call it trouble with the engine or a flat tire one passes the other on the road and he says to himself instinctively good for him and then he realizes wait a minute what does our holy Torah say that to lo. instinctively you might want to say just that good for him and not help him Azov tazov imo. you've got to help him so you pull over and you help him not because instinctively you wanted to and after a while the other person sees look what's happening over here and he says to himself hey the sky is not so bad sure enough afterwards they go for a cup of coffee it's the Torah that refines us and brings about this beautiful character the Gemara in Yuma page 86a Abaye teaches we say this Pasuk every night and every morning if you have to and we think that it's only that talking to ourselves says Abaye, no. Do you know what it means to recite the Shema of have to Eish Hashem Says Abaye, shei shei shamayim v'ayodcha. The Torah is delegating and designating you as an ambassador of Hashem that God's name should be glorified through you people are going to watch how you act people are going to watch and see how your children are that your children when they walk into shul look behind them and if there's an elderly person or someone older than them they're going to wait a few moments to keep the door open for them and their Hanhagah, of course they're going to play ball. Of course they're going to be very natural, normal children. But their speech, listen to how they play. Listen to how respectful they are one to another. This is Shehei Shem Shomayim Val Yodcha. The God's name literally becomes great through you. Now, the Haftorah of the Shabbos, which gives the very name to the Shabbos, is Nachamu Nachamu Ami which comes from the 40th chapter of the Nevi Yeshaya, And the obvious question is why the double language? So often time in our Torah when we have a double language it's there for the purpose of emphasis. Nason Titain. In other words, when it comes to the of Tzedakah so most people are not so happy to necessarily put their hand in their pocket take out their money and give it to somebody else. So the Torah has to say Nason Titein, Pasoach Tiftach. What's this Nachamu Nachamu Ami? So the Midrash at the end of the first chapter of Echor says Chotu B'Kiflayim, <laughs> they sinned in a double way the and they were punished in a double way, the so fun and the end will be Misnachamim B'Kiflayim that the Nechama is going to be B'Kiflayim as well, they're going to have a double Nechama, now what is this chatu? What is this that they sinned in a, quote, double way? Says Moshe Feinstein in Darash Moshe very sharply. He says that the term chait, as we know, there are different terms for sin. There's avon, which is amazed, which is intentional, which is there's pesha, which is a rebellion. And the term chait is literally a sin, a something that a person did wrong, but he did it beshogeg. Beshogeg means it was done inadvertently. He did not do it intentionally. So what is this chotu b'kiflayim? What is this that they sinned in a double fashion. So he says the first thing is Avru al Hashem. They went against the word of God. They did not follow the letter of the law. But the additional aspect is that they didn't even know that they had done something wrong. You want to know why? Because they did not study Torah sufficiently. So the Torah of Nachamu Nachamu which is coming, which means literally that the Jewish people are to be comforted is coming to literally atone and forgive that which they had done What what were the two transgressions the first transgression is that unfortunately they did not study and as a result of not studying they weren't even aware of what they had done that that was wrong and so the Nechama, as the Torah tells us, is Dabru Alev Yerushalayim. The first thing is that the Dabru Alev Yerushalayim speak to the heart of Yerushalayim. Sheyum that they should become reunited with the Torah. And they should know what the truth is. And then they'll be able to please God, have the second Element of the proper way to conduct themselves. This Torah speaks to so many. There are so many that are proud, observant Jews, but there's something missing in their life. They're missing this v'yoh hafta. They're missing this full degree and appreciation of love of Hashem which comes through the study of Torah. When number one, the study of Torah brings and forges together such a closeness between people that study Torah together you could have a Chavrusa a study partner that you have not seen for years and as soon as the two of you meet one another the incredible closeness surfaces again because you shared such a very special happening together and so, just as the Parsha speaks of the love of God through Torah, so does the Nechama come about through Torah. And I'd like to tell you, this coming Monday is a holiday. It's the holiday of Tuba I don't have time to go through all the events that the Talmud teaches us at the very end of Ta'anis and in the Gemara of Abbasra 121 A and B. But I will share with you one of the reasons for the celebration. And the Talmud says that this is the day, it's the middle of the month of Av. The Av to Tezvav, 15, it's the middle of the month of Av. And so, the summer months are Tammuz of Elul. This is the middle of the summer. At this point here, the nights become a little longer, gradually, days shorter, and the intensity of the sun ...begins to weaken. The significance of this is... ...the Talmud tells us... ...that they used to cut... ...they would cut wood that was used for the pyres, the various fires, and there were three of them, on the Mizbeach at all times, the wood had to be completely dry, that it did not have any worms inside. And therefore, they only took the driest wood, and that was till Tuba'av. After that, they stopped bringing the wood Ah. Uh, says Rabbeinu Gershom, those people who were cutting the wood, what a special thing they were doing. It was a hechsher mitzvah. It was preparation for the mitzvah of having the the biblical mitzvah of having that fire but as a result of that says Rabbeinu Gershom they now had listen carefully now more time to study Torah so part of the celebration of this day is that literally another group of Jews were studying Torah and this is something worth celebrating On a very personal note, I could tell you that a little over, I think it's now five, six years ago, in our community, we started on a Tuesday, calling it Turn Tuesday into Torah Day. And it was Tuesday morning, and then it went to Thursday morning, and then it went to Monday morning, and Wednesday morning is for the women. But every Morning, there is the study of Torah by people who fortunately today are able to retire earlier. What a meaningful way to start their day. What a very special connection and collegiality is formed as a result of this. And I urge that so many more communities should Bring about this very special happening of Viohavta Ace bringing all of us to appreciate Ashreanu Matochelkeanu, to appreciate that which we have, and literally, in response to Shchinta Bigilusa, in response to the Shechina being literally outside the Mikdash comes along the uh, parsha of Fa'es Hanan and teaches us how to restore Hashem's presence in our midst Shabbat Shalom to all
0: That's a good one, huh? Nachamu done by Safam, of course. Jam in the AM Friday on this hour of Shabbos Nachamu Parsha's Schanan, Candle candlelighting eight oh five. Many synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Last night at the Maratamach uh, Pela, our friends, the Shirel family, celebrated the wedding of Barkai Shirel and Rachel Malamid. And I just gotta wish them a special mazel. The wedding took place last night at Marat Hamachpelah in Chevron to um, Vered and David Shirel and the extended the uh, Shirel and Malamed families. A very special mazel from all of us here at JM and the AM. I wish I could have been. Why didn't I call Joey Bodner? We would have we would have jetted over for a couple of days to celebrate with the Shirels. In Maratha Machpelah. Unbelievable. Uh, 21 minutes before 9 o'clock Friday, J.M. in the A.M. The um, Yeshiva University in Tinek Shabbos will feature Rabbi Rakefet, Rabbi, Rakefet, Rabbi Aaron Rakefet, the uh, professor of the Grus Institute in Israel, serves as scholar-in-residence at B'nai Yashurin in Tinek this Shabbos. He'll speak uh, tomorrow morning on Beyond the Classroom, conversations with the Rav. After the 8.30 Sfard Minyan, about questionable response of the strange case for, case of the Besamim Rosh. After the 8 p.m. on the contemporary religious situation in Israel. And Sunday morning in the social hall, um, uh, he'll speak at 9 a.m. Congregation Meneh on West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Contact them for information. The Shloshim Observance for Cantor Moshe Shuloff takes place this coming Tuesday night at Bais Royal, 5602. 11th Avenue in Borough Park, beginning at 8 p.m. Many, many great Canthers will be there to pay tribute to the memory of Cantor Moshe Shuloff. Mr. Alan Gerber, a close friend, will deliver to Hesped. Our good friend Charlie Bernhout will be chairing the evening. Uh, Eva and Mickey Weinberger are responsible for the evening, and Cantor Benny Orgaznitsky is coordinating the entire night. It's happening Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, at 5602 11th Avenue. In Borough Park, Brooklyn. Next uh, next Friday we'll be at Champions Gate, the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference down in Orlando. Uh, we'll be there this coming, uh, from one week from today on Friday. A weekly update should return two weeks from today here at JM in the AM. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 98. Lots of visiting days this coming Sunday. Enjoy visiting day. Hopefully the weather will break a bit. I'm told that up in Camp Misora they're expecting a high in the upper 70s on Sunday. That would be welcome compared to what we've had. Tu is Monday. On Sunday at Mincha, we do not say Tachanun. Erev tubaav Imagine that. It's a good reminder to keep in mind for Sunday. JM and the AM on this Friday, Erev Shabbos. As we continue on this uh, Erev Shabbos, Nachamu and... We've got this selection from Jakob Schwecki.
3: boy mone elia boi boi boi
5: Oh
0: that they're part of the big Arnava event tomorrow night up at Kutcher's. Go, From the CD entitled Chasing Prophecy, it's called "It's Shabbos now. Jakob Shweki before that with Bowie Vishalom. J.M. and the AM coming up on uh, 7 minutes before uh, 9 o'clock. Don't forget Naomi Nachman is going to be uh, doing a one-hour table for two on our stream starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, just a few minutes from now, and uh, she has some amazing guests. Hey, it's Erev Shabbos Nachamu, so what do you think? She's going to have some great guests talking about the menu for Nachamu. Shifra Klein, editor of Joy of Kosher Magazine, will join her. David Wales from Edie's Travelers, giving ideas for exotic vacations with kosher food, will join her. And Hannah Krauss on her Pure Bright Pure Bites product, a healthy, innovative kosher snack. She'll join Naomi as well. table for two minutes from now on org, followed by the incredible... And I mean the incredible Erev Shabbos music stream all the way until candlelighting here at org. Hey, Shani Weiss, happy birthday to you. Listener Tahila told us that Shani Weiss is also, also celebrating a birthday up at Camp Hask. So we say hi and happy birthday. Hey, and of course we learned on uh, Wednesday afternoon and then again on the air Thursday morning that ZK is celebrating a birthday today. So we say happy birthday to ZK as well, who I hope is tuned in and enjoying the show. Uh, Getting ready to wrap up the week. Erev Shabbos Nachamu is here. I hope everyone has a great Nachamu Visiting Day weekend. Uh, No matter where you're heading, time to say good Shabbos. This is Journeys at JM in the AM. Sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world in the web, jmtheam.org. And that wraps up an amazing week. Naomi Nachman next on the stream with Table for Two. Join her for a great Erev Shabbos Nahamu show. Stream goes all day long with amazing Erev Shabbos selections all the way until candle lighting. Tomorrow night, Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time on the stream. And, of course, uh, Sunday morning, I'll be listening on my way up to Camp Messora. Matis guest starts at the perfect time for me, 7 a.m. Eastern time this coming Sunday with JM Sunday. Make sure to be tuned in. Monday, Tuba Av, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a great Shabbos Nachamu, everybody. Uh, Mazal tov, Mordechai Ambrose, celebrating his Ufruf this coming Shabbos. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Until uh, next week, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.